Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. WBT, Brett Jensen here with you on this Wednesday night of Breaking with Brett Jensen. 704-570-1110 is the telephone number. And guys, as always, follow me on Twitter at Brett underscore Jensen for all the latest in breaking news in and around the Charlotte area. All right, so we've got a lot we're going to get into tonight, including taking a look at, and I didn't really get a chance to talk about it last night or Monday for that matter, but I do want to talk about the Carolina Panthers um, later on because it looks like Bryce Young's going to play this weekend. And is that really a good thing? Like, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about that later on. And I want some phone calls on that because um, you guys know my background in sports and covering the Panthers. And you guys know I always do Panthers Friday also. But we're going to start tonight with a holdover from 3 to 7. His name is Brett Winnable. And I say this publicly. I said it last week at the Hornet's Nest Men's Club where Brett and I were guest speakers. I said it to everyone there over the microphone. I said on air when he's sitting next to me, when he's not sitting next to me. And if I ever need anything, this is, and I don't say things on radio that I never, that I don't believe. Some people will say things just to stir the pot or as they say, I don't, I've never done that. And I also don't say things that I don't fully believe. I may be wrong, but when I say it at the time, I believe it at the time. And I've said this for ever since Brett's been here. I've never met anyone in person that knows more about national politics than Brett Winnable, who keeps up with it 12 hours a day before he even starts his show. Like, he gets up at 4 a.m. to see what's going on in the world, in the politics, and you think I'm joking, and I'm not. And this is a very true story. And so whenever I say, hey, Brett, what's going on with that congressman, somebody up in Idaho? And he's like, boom, there it is. Oh, you mean this guy? Boom, 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 boom. And so this is why I asked Brett earlier today. It's like, hey. I know you're coming on at 8.45 tonight here on WBT to do a preview, to do the pregame of the presidential debate tonight on the Republican side, Republican primary debate, and then it starts at 9 o'clock, and then afterwards, Brett will do a quick postgame and wrap up and give his commentary. So I asked him to stay over and talk about tonight. So, Brett, here's the first question. Yep. How will tonight be different from the first debate, which seemed to be extremely boring at times? Uh, well, what I think is going to be different tonight is uh, these are all known quantities right now, except for a couple who have, who have fallen off the, uh, the stage, right? So we don't have Asa Hutchinson. He's, he's, he's gone. Uh, Burgum is still going to be there. Haley's going to be there. DeSantis is going to be there. Pence is going to be there. Um, uh, Tim Scott is going to be there. Uh, Chris Christie is going to be there. Uh, if I'm leaving anybody out, I don't want to diss anybody. I think that's everybody. Um, they, they are going to have to get separation. Now, this is a great debate format for them because you've got Stuart Varney, who's a really smart business guy, 
formerly of CNN, but he's on Fox Business now. This is the Fox Business debate, though it's going to be on both of the platforms, uh, uh, the Fox Business Channel and Fox News. Uh, Dana Perino, and then a, um, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but she's uh, out, of, um, out of Telemundo, um, who's going to be covering this. Is Simi Valley, California, totally different setting, of a, a fertile piece of ground to plow because of the crime, the illegal alien issue, all that stuff that's going on out in California. Crazy Gavin Newsom's going to be in the arena tonight. He's going to be doing the rebuttal for uh, Joe Biden on behalf of Joe Biden. Real quick. Because I know California pretty well, but not as well as you because you used to live there. Yes. And for the listeners and for me, yes. where is Simi Valley located and how Republican is it? How Democrat is it? And it's, it's, it's a Republican area for sure. It's the Reagan Library. The, the Reagan, uh, his burial site is there along with the former first lady. Um, it's a beautiful place to go. It is in southern, uh, southwestern Ventura County abutting the, the, the county of Los Angeles. I lived there. We lived there for a decade before I, I started moving to uh, San Diego and then eventually to Charlotte. So conservative, very pro-cop place, uh, firefighters. Typically, historically, it's always been uh, sort of like the, the, the working man's kind of area, okay? Uh, so the conservative policies run strong there, um, and we'll, we will see uh, how it's going to play out. But remember, this is, a sea, this is an area of red in a sea of blue uh, in the state of California. But here's what's got to happen tonight. Ramaswamy has got to dial it down a little bit. He was hi- hyper-aggressive in that last debate. Nikki Haley can take a little bit more breathing room there. Pence has got to try to survive. Chris Christie has got to try to give us a reason why it is he's even in the conversation at all. And then, of course, uh, Tim Scott, still very important to have him there. Burgum has got nothing but upside to him. Like, he can try to score some points. And then DeSantis, hard to know. He's that quarterback that doesn't have a definition attached to him right now, even though he was, uh, even though he was celebrated in a big way. And, of course, the big name of all the big names Donald Trump. And the question is, do they take pot shots at Donald Trump or do they take pot shots at Joe Biden? Gavin Newsom in the House getting a little bit of a, a little boo, uh, the boo birds coming out and then seeing how this is all going to play. So uh, there, there's nothing but upside here. This is like a this is like a free shot tonight. So we're talking with Brett Wernable. So I remember you told me because I remember I asked you, I want to say a month and a half ago, two months ago, just before the first debate. And I said, why is Chris Christie doing this? Like, he knows, and everyone on the planet knows, he's got 0.0% chance of winning. Right. And you said, because he's the attack dog. He's the one that's going to go after Trump and basically be the sacrificial lamb and just bring him down. So if people in the crowd start booing him, he's fine, and he's going to do that for the others. Do you think he still does that? Um, I think he'll try to do that a little bit. I don't know how much he's going to be able to... To, to hang on to. He's not going to blow up uh, Nikki Haley or, or, or Pence or Tim Scott. He's going to still try to be the designated hitter to go after uh, Ramaswamy. However, however, he now has a new potential. He doesn't have to run for president anymore because he can run for the Menendez seat when Menendez is going to jail because of the, the bribery allegations that we saw uh, uh, being consummated here today uh, in, in New Jersey. Chris Christie has big name recognition. He could become a hero for the Republican Party if he steps out of this race and decides he's going to go for that Senate seat that Menendez is currently occupying. Ramaswamy, you know, at some points, it's it's almost been like he's been an apologist for Donald Trump, and Donald Trump hasn't gone after him like he's gone after others. 
do you think he still does that, or do you think that he'll actually show some venom and vigor? Like, what do we yeah. what do we talk about? Ramaswamy's going to go after Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's going to go after Ramaswamy, and this is going to open up a lane uh, as these two people are, are are duking it out. This is going to open up a lane for um uh, for, for for the likes of Mike Pence, but most important of all, um, uh, Ron DeSantis, because who's in the who's in the house tonight? Ron DeSantis is on that stage. Gavin Newsom is out, is out in the spin room, and they're going to debate in a couple of weeks head-to-head. Is it a 28-28 matchup, or is this thing going to end up being a 24 matchup with Biden getting sent out to pasture for Newsom? And maybe, perhaps, who knows, Donald Trump, something happens. I don't know. You end up with DeSantis uh, trying to think that he can slide right in there. That's speculation, folks. We don't know how this all plays out, but we have at least— one presidential race in front of us, and potentially two, with 28 coming up. Well, that's exactly right. I was going to say 28. You're 100% right. But here's the thing. Yep. From a strategist standpoint, yes. strategic standpoint, yes. the Washington Post, which we all know does no favors to the conservatives, right. got an email from their PR department over the weekend, mm-hmm. which released all their poll results, yes. and they want to get it out there. Yep. And the fact that the Washington Post shows Donald Trump over Joe Biden by 10%. A new poll just happened in North Carolina Mm -hmm. um, where Donald Trump has a 15-point lead over Joe Biden in North Carolina, a battleground state. It seems to me if you're one of the Republicans, Joe Biden shouldn't be the target. Donald Trump should be the target if you want to be president because nobody's going to vote for Joe Biden anyway. So why not go after the man that's in the lead, not the person that everyone's going to beat. What, 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 what are you going to go after Donald Trump on if you are a candidate for the Republican nomination other than J6? Mm-hmm. OK, uh, are you going to differentiate because of Ukraine? Nikki Haley can certainly do that. Mike Pence will probably do that. Chris Christie might possibly do that. Um, how, how are you going to differentiate what you need to do is come in and go hammer and tong at the administration in Washington right now because we got two million people that have crossed this border illegally just this year. We've got six million so far since Biden's been the president. We've got fentanyl overdoses. And on top of all that, we've got Bidenflation. It is chaotic. It is a mess. And that is the target that has got to be taken. We can sort everything else out. But the fact of the matter is this administration is a very dangerous administration with no upside to show for any of their efforts. Brent Winnable's here with us for a couple more minutes. Uh, I, I want to switch real quick sure. um, in terms of you know Donald Trump and all that and the J6. And he's got, what, four indictments on him. Over or under, is he found guilty on three or four or one or two or none? Wouldn't, like, is he going to be found guilty on more than two or less than two? Well, if he's guilty of one, if he's guilty of one, he's, he's in a tough position because he has to win the election. He has to win the election so he can pardon himself or he has to have a guaranteed pardon coming from Ramaswamy has said he would pardon him. And I think all the people on stage would pardon him. Uh, Chris Christie? Yeah. Although, you know, I think there would be so much pressure he'd have to. Well, well, maybe. Um, but, but one conviction that puts you in the jackpot is it can be one, it can be four, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's one is one. So he's got to run the table and he's got to continue to do this. My one thing that I would say to the former president of the United States, you should show up for one of these debates only, only because you want to show that you care enough about your supporters who are standing by you 
your uh, your donors um, and 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 being part of this job. Can you imagine? You you cover sports amazingly well, Brett. And in your history, can you imagine a a a um, a coach not coming out for a press conference across the first two or three games of a season? Can you imagine Saban not doing that, or Kirby Smart not doing that, or Lou Holtz not doing that? I mean, you have to look like you're large and in charge. He needs to be a little bit more like Deion Sanders. Real quick before we let you go, um, and really appreciate Brett Winnable sticking around way after time, and no, you don't get overtime. You're on salary. <laughs> um, number, uh, The other thing that I want to know is – and. I got an email from, I don't even know who it was, and you, we get all these political emails and donate mm-hmm. to this, donate to that, whatever, and it's always PR emails at news stations. And one said, this is the biggest, uh, this is the biggest thing in ever is because they're trying to keep Trump off the California ballot, and they named like four or five states. Right. What is the likelihood that he's not going to be on all the ballots? I think it would be, I think it would be a tremendous disservice to the, to the voters of these states uh, Adam Schiff is one of the guys pushing it with Gavin Newsom in the state of California. Uh, uh, Pritzker, the governor of uh, Illinois, is trying to keep him off the ballot. Uh, we know that Hochul wants to keep him off the ballot. And Phil Murphy in New Jersey. Hochul's in New York. Phil Murphy's in New Jersey. They want to try to keep him off the ballot. I think that's a tremendous mistake. I think if for some reason you were able to successfully stop people from voting for him, they'll try to write him in and they'll what are they going to disqualify? We'll see what ends up happening. But I can tell you this, it will be a very good night for Republicans if they are blocking people from uh, being able to vote for Donald Trump. Even if you hate him, uh, you don't need to start that prairie fire. Well, I mean, we had a former mayor who's a convicted felon run for city council again and Patrick Cannon. And we just elected someone, we as in Charlotte, yeah. just elected a member to the city council who spent four years um, in federal prison as a convicted felon. So right. just because you are convicted of a felony doesn't, shouldn't, I don't know, does it preclude you from running? Like, is there a federal law that uh, says do, you can't run for president? Uh, I don't it, see how it, that's t- possible. TBD, right? It's, right. T- it's TBD. Right. Uh, uh, Eugene V. Debs ran for president while in prison uh, back in the uh, in the 1920s. And don't, don't, see, don't. See, by the way. That's why I always say Brett Rowland knows more about that because he just dropped a name no one on this planet has ever heard of, and oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and let me just say one last thing. One of those people that you mentioned a few minutes ago was an inventor. Was it? Was an inventor? <laughs> he invented a, a new. He invented a new. Uh, a new thing. Oh well, yes. To yes, help to help people. That's he did. That's exactly right. I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. All right. Hey, I really appreciate it. Again, coming up tonight at mm-hmm. 845, Brent Winnable doing the pregame show of the Republican debate right here on WBT and also doing the postgame. And big, huge shout out to the amazing Republican women group of Greater Charlotte. Yeah. Because I know they're listening. People got to pay close attention to this election. You can trust two Bretts because two Bretts are better than one. <laughs> Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Breaking with Brett Jensen. Just a couple minutes here um, because Brett Winterbull and I went long on purpose because I didn't want to just keep him here for you know four or five minutes of, or six minutes. If I'm going to keep Brett Winterbull, I'm going to make him earn it and have to stick around. And so that's why I kept him way later than usual. So we just got a couple more minutes here. But I think what he had to say was very interesting. And you heard him name drop that dude from the 20s that ran for president in prison. Like, that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. And, you know, Brett Winnable doesn't need me to be his PR guy or anything like that, but or, or share his bona fides. But when you've been consumed about politics, yes, he cares about sports, and he's a big sports guy, like, you know, but his passion has always been politics. My passion, since I was five years old, has been sports, period. And, I mean, obscenely. So, like, my passion was obscenely all about sports from the time I was five years old. That's all I cared about. I always said I cared about the three Bs. Ever since I was 14 years old, and it was beer. Yeah, I was 14 years old, first time I had a beer. Beer, ball, and breasts. That was it. That's all I cared about. Books were not part of that equation. Books did not finish fill the B. In that area. and But Winnable has always been about politics. And he's consumed by it. And he's and I'm not joking. When I say he gets up every morning at 4, 4.30 every morning, I'm not joking. Like, I am dead serious when I say that. And he starts his day and seeing what the foreign markets are doing and seeing what happened overnight, politically, maybe on the West Coast, whatever. And so when I – I'm not joking. Whenever I need someone – to talk about or get answers. Brett and I talk probably three times a day. Like on average, two times a day on average, sometimes four times a day. And we spoke today for an hour and like 20 minutes today about a million different topics. And rarely is it ever about work, but it was just like, hey, by the way, explain this to me. What what does this mean? And he can just break it all down for you. And that's why I say if I ever want something to figure out what's going on nationally, I go to Winnable. Welcome back to Breaking with Brett Jensen. Going up until 8 o'clock tonight, 704-570-1110. All right, guys, real quick. Well, actually, not real quick. I just want to say this to you guys. I generally don't do national politics. Every once in a while, I do. But I tend to do more sports, you know, once or twice a week. And obviously, a lot of local stuff is what I tend to be hyper-focused on. Or something going on with Maggie and whatever. And that's a whole other story of what we got going on with Maggie right now. She's finally eating, but she only eats ground beef. Right. Boiled ground beef. Do you know how expensive boiled ground, or bo- uh, ground beef is? And I have to boil it. 
And it's got to be, according to the vet, no more than 15% fat, which means it's going to be more expensive. So it's about $450, $475 a pound. And you have to give a pound a day to the dog, 50%, half a pound for breakfast, half a pound for dinner. Here's the kicker, though. Learn this the hard way. When you boil ground beef, it loses weight because a lot of the fat comes out. So it winds up being, if I buy two pounds, instead of lasting two days, that'll last a day and a half. And on Sunday, I drove all over Charlotte, all these different grocery stores, seeing what had the cheapest ground beef. And I wound up going to Walmart and buying $60 worth of ground beef that was on sale because it was like a day or two days from going bad. So you buy it and you shove it in the freezer and it's good to go. And I actually went to a restaurant friend of mine today, guy who owns a restaurant, said, hey, how much is your ground beef? Can I buy some and have you just order it? And they're like, oh, absolutely. So it was three seventeen a pound. And I was like, hey, that's $1.50 cheaper. And when you multiply that over 30 days, you know, hey, you're starting to do okay. So anyways, but uh, I went to Aldi. I went to Walmart. Somebody said you need to go to Costco or uh, Sam's Club or BJ's. I have never been in a Costco in my entire life. I've never been in a Sam's Club in my entire life. And I've never been in a BJ's in my entire life because single people don't need to buy in bulk. One place you might be able to find some, I've heard the uh, like U.S. Chef's Store or something like that um, is off of Eastway and Central. Okay. And uh, over on that direction, and they sell like bulk, bulk restaurant type things. So you might be able to find some find some ground beef deals there No, no that's in good. bulk never, as well. Yeah, I'd never even heard of it. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to clean up my freezer and everything else. And I just ordered only because I got a 50% off coupon from a podcast. Uh, farmers fresh dog food and they break it down how and it's like made by vets and farmers and it's real food like not grain it's not kibble and it's like real food and so much so much so that humans can totally eat it and they broke down the price and it was going to cost me eight dollars and 42 cents a day to feed maggie multiply that times 30 that's 200 like 250 bucks close to it to feed a dog that I'm used to spending $30 on a month or, or $40 a month on for food. So, <sighs> this, is not, this is not good. So, anyways, but that, that was, didn't mean to go down that tangent, but that's where we are now. Um, but one of the things that stood out to me was that email that I got from the Washington Post, or we at WBT got from the Washington Post. And let me read you this in case you didn't see this. And this is about national stuff, not the North Carolina poll where Trump's leading Biden by 15 points. Like, that shouldn't surprise anybody. And people keep saying North Carolina's a purple state. No, it's not. North Carolina is not a purple state. It is a red state because all the Eastern Democrats, all the Democrats in the eastern part of North Carolina – they vote Republican in federal elections. They vote Democrat in local, Republic, in local elections, and they vote Democrat in federal elections. So we've got two senators, and, uh, and they always vote. They voted for Romney, for God's sakes. What is that? Romney won North Carolina. If Romney's winning your state, you're not a battleground state. Like, you're just not. 
the only basically the only two Democrats in a while outside of the governorship. I mean, is you had John Edwards way back in the day that was elected as Senate out of North Carolina. And they voted for Obama in 2008 like everybody else. But pretty much everything else, pretty much, not all, has been Republican. But anyways, but I do find this interesting nationally. Um, So ABC and the Washington Post did this poll together. The poll shows Biden trailing former President Donald Trump by 10 percentage points at the early stage in the election cycle. And that's... um, they say, well, though, that may not equal what other polls are showing, but that is some pretty good stuff. How about this? Trump is favored by 54% of the Republicans and Republican-leaning independents. Uh, little has changed from 51% in May. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is second with 15%, down from 25%. That last debate did not help him. Um, in May, and no other Republicans reached double figures. Worries about inflation have persistent, uh, excuse me, wor- worries about inflation have persisted. And in these poll, Biden's approval on handling the economy has dropped to 30 percent, the lowest of his presidency. Overall, roughly three in four Americans say the economy is not good or poor. And despite the unemployment rate, uh, staying below 4% or more, 57% rate it negatively. Asked about Biden's handling of immigration situation at the U.S.-Mexico border, 23% say they approve, while 62% say they disapprove. That compares to 28% and 59% back in February. So it just keeps getting worse. And then how about Ukraine? The current survey finds 41% saying the United States is doing too much to support Ukraine, 31% saying it is the right amount, and 18% saying it is too little. When asked whom they would blame if the government uh, shut down due to disputes among the House Republicans over Ukraine, 40% say Biden and the Democrats... Oh, 40% say Biden and the Democrats, while 33% say Republicans in Congress. So think about that. Only 33% of America thinks Biden would be responsible. Excuse me, uh, uh, would be responsible. I mean, that's, let me try that again. Um, 40% say Biden and the Democrats would be responsible. And only 33% say that the Republicans would be responsible. That's pretty strong. And all those numbers are telling. And that's why you're starting to see, and I'm not joking. You think I'm kidding. I, you're talking to someone who's been on the inside of major, major media outlets. Major media outlets. I know how they think. I know how they act. And if you think it's only going to be coincidence that they're going to start going after Hunter Biden and trying to link it to Joe Biden, like the drive-by media, the big media, the national media, you think this is coincidence? You're kidding yourself. Because they don't want Biden to run. Because none of those people in media want Donald Trump to run because he basically told them to go shove it last time he was in office. And they can't handle that. So you think I'm you think this is by coincidence that the media is going to start going after Biden? Hardly. Trust me, I know all about this stuff. All right, when we come back, 
Let me talk to a little bit about the Carolina Panthers and what's going on with Bryce Young, their first overall draft pick, the quarterback who did not play last week, and then saw Andy Dalton throw for 360 yards with no touch, with two touchdowns and no interceptions. So we'll talk about that when we return. I'm Brett Jensen, and you're listening to Breaking with Brett Jensen. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT, uh, breaking with Brett Jensen. Going up until 8 o'clock, and guys, girls, boys, women, don't forget to wake the children and call the neighbors. Because at 8.45, Brett Winnable will be on our air for the pregame of the debate. Starting at 9 o'clock, which will be here on WBT, and then postgame, Brett Winnable will give commentary and break it down, and I think he's even going to be talking during the debate. I think that's how this works. Like like running commentary during the debate, almost like if you're watching the director's cut on DVD back in the day. I think that's what he's doing. I think he's actually going to be talking. Yeah, it's either something like that or when there's breaks in the debate, he'll come in like and commercials, chime in. Yeah. Like commercials. So commercials. I, I'm not sure. It's one of the two for sure. Yeah. So. so so that's another reason to play along because you're not going to get that on Fox Business. Play along. Join WBT. Listen to Mr. Wernable. Break it all down. And he will. And here's the thing about Brett. He doesn't play favorites when it comes to politics in terms of you got 10 Republicans – He's going to say, okay, Ramaswamy's acting like a clown clown tonight. And he's going to break it down on why he's acting like a clown or why he's being disingenuous or he's being brilliant or whatever. So make sure you're listening. Must listen to 845 here on WBT for the pregame with Winterbowl and then throughout the debate and then the postgame. All right, so Carolina Panthers. Best showing of the year was in Seattle. Game three. They lost. But is it coincidence that their best showing of the year happened with Bryce Young on the bench? Andy Dalton threw for 363 yards. Adam Thielen, old man Adam Thielen, had a monster day. A couple touchdowns, like or like a touchdown, like 180-something yards, 150 yards of receiving, whatever it was, and had a monster day. Now, granted, Seattle's not Seattle anymore. Seattle has a horrible defense. Everyone is lighting up Seattle's defense. But... Would they have done that with Bryce Young? Bryce Young practiced today. It looks like he's going to start Sunday at home against the Minnesota Vikings, who also don't have a very good defense, but whose offense is absolutely brilliant. The Minnesota Vikings could easily be 3-0 right now. Easily. 
But at the same point, you, you know, Minnesota was winning all these games last year, set an NFL record by winning the most games by a touchdown or less in NFL history in a single season. This year they're over, and they just can't win the close games. But they're scoring a lot of points, and they're going to put up points here. And it's going to be a perfect weather day, so you're not going to have rain. <clears throat> Excuse me, you're not going to have rain or anything like that. So Bryce Young looks like he's going to start. Here's the dilemma that you're in. Without question, as we sit here today on September 27th, 2023, Andy Dalton is by far leaps and bounds better at quarterback than Bryce Young. I don't think anyone would debate that. I don't think Bryce Young would debate that. No one would. Well, Brett, then, then why isn't Andy Dalton going to be getting the start going forward? I mean, we're paying him $10 million a year. That's the other thing. Most of you don't know that he's getting $10 million a year as a backup. But he's supposed to be a tutor. He's supposed to be a teacher and teach Bryce Young how to do things and what to see and how to see it and do this and do that. And maybe Bryce Young, sitting back for a game, got to see. And would it be the worst thing in the world for Bryce Young to sit four or five games and just watch Andy Dalton? No, it wouldn't. But at some point, you also have to play Bryce Young to get his lumps, get everything out of the way. And I've, I've said this a couple times on the air, on the show, that when Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, right? He is on fire right now. The Miami Dolphins by far have the best offense in the NFL. They did last year when he played as well. People forget that. He just had so many concussions last year. But his first year was an absolute disaster, his first year. So Ryan Fitzpatrick started the year as the starter in Miami, and then there was a lot of controversy, and they brought in Tua, then he was benched, and they bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick to finish the third and fourth quarters because Tua was so bad in the first half, and it was just a whole thing. They kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then the second year, he was a little bit better, but not really. And then last year, he started lighting it up, and now this year, he's on fire. So the exact same thing could easily happen to Bryce Young. You know, Jalen Hurts, his first year, people didn't know if he could throw a football his first year in Philadelphia. First year and a half in Philadelphia. People didn't know if he could throw a football. Then all of a sudden he shows up last year and he looks like, you know, like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And he is because he learned how to throw. Unlike most quarterbacks who can't throw, they never learn how to throw. He can actually throw. Justin Fields will never be able to throw. Cam Newton was never able to throw. So... Two, I mean, Bryce has to take his lumps. He's going to have to go out there, and he's going to have to look horrible. He's just going to have to. It's just the way it is. You're going to have to go out there. He's going to have to learn from his mistakes, especially at that position. The problem is the mistakes are magnified. Now, is there the possibility that he turns out to be like Zach Wilson? No matter how much you play, he's going to look terrible. And like Zach Wilson's not an NFL quarterback. He's not even a backup quarterback. Zach Wilson does not belong in the NFL, period. He's the quarterback for the New York Jets that was starting the first two years and then was supposed to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and learn how to be a quarterback. And then, of course, we know what happened to Aaron Rodgers. So Zach Wilson does not belong in the NFL, period. You heard Joe Namath say that a couple days ago. The New York Jet, great. Bryce Young, does he belong in the NFL? We don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But there's obviously a glaring difference between what we saw on Sunday and what we saw the first two games at quarterback. So 
We'll see what happens against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. Bryce Young looks like he's going to start. If they go out and they score 12 points again, you know what? I know that's going to upset all the veterans going, why aren't we starting Andy Dalton? Why aren't we starting Andy Dalton? Because you, you, you've, you've got to get the rookie out there at some point. Even if you wait eight games and have Andy Dalton sit, play the next eight games and the Panthers win three of the next eight, does that really matter, your, matter to your season? No. Why? Because you don't have a first-round draft pick. You don't have a first-round draft pick. You gave it to the Bears for Bryce Young, which I understand I had no problem with. Now, it may come back to bite you, but so be it. you got to take a chance on a franchise quarterback. You have to. Sometimes they work out. Sometimes they don't. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs traded up, traded a lot to get Patrick Mahomes at number nine overall. There were other quarterbacks that went before Patrick Mahomes. How about them apples? How do they feel about that? So... I understand what's going on, and it's not going to be easy on the fan base. It's not. And I know it sucks, and you're paying all this money for your season tickets and everything else for a family of four to go to a Carolina Panthers game. And like, it's damn near a mortgage payment. Or let me, let me put that back. It's, it's damn near a car payment. Actually, it's more expensive than a car payment, depending on where you're sitting. So I understand, but at some point, Bryce Young has to play. And would you rather him play now or would you rather him play next year? Because at some point he's got to play. You might as well just rip the Band-Aid off now instead of a slow tear where he's doing this again next year. All right, everyone, have a great rest of the night. Don't forget, Brett Winterbull coming up at 845 on these airways, and then he'll go through the debate and then give the post-game wrap-up show about the debate as well. Look forward to doing this all over again tomorrow, everyone. I'm Brett Jensen, and you've been listening to Breaking with Brett Jensen.